in my life be glorified be glorified lifted high all I want is for you for you to be glorified you to be lifted high yeah I was supposed to come in sooner than that gotta come in sooner than that Okay, start back. All I want is for you, for you to be glorified, for you to be lifted high. All I want is for you, for you to be glorified, for you to be lifted From the inside of me, may you delight in the inside, in the inside, in the inside of me. Come fill my life from the inside, from the inside of me. From the inside of me. Cause all I want, all I want is for
Check, check, one, two. Check, mic, one, two. Yeah. Check, one, two. One, two, check. Your head on tight. Your father taught you to always do right. He was your. Tasted and seen of the sweetest of loves. When my heart becomes free and my shame is undone, your presence,
Jesus. Jesus, Jesus. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord, the church. It's time to start with a prayer and let's go before the Father and commit ourselves in his hands and allow the Holy Spirit to fellowship with us this morning. Amen. Heavenly Father, we thank you this morning. We thank you, King of Glory, my Father. We thank you, God, for this wonderful day, God. We thank you, Father, for you allow us to be in your presence this morning, oh God. We thank you, Father, for who you are. We thank you, God, for your mercy. We thank you, Father, for your grace this morning, oh God. We thank you, Father God, that you love us so much, O oh God, that you allow us to be in your presence and you have called us to be your children, Father. We thank you this morning, O oh God, because you are God, you never fail us, O oh my Father. We thank you this morning, Father. We give you praise, we give you glory, and we give you honor right now, Father, in the name of Jesus. We thank you, Father, oh God, for everything right now, oh God. We thank you for good health. We thank you, God, that you have keep us, oh God. You have protect us, oh God. You have been Jehovah Jireh to us, oh God. You have been everything, God. And today, Father, we are here to say thank you, Heavenly Father. We humble ourselves in your presence this morning, oh God, as we allow your Holy Spirit to take over, take control this morning. Holy Spirit of God, we welcome you this morning. We welcome you in this service. We commit this service to you, Holy Spirit. Have your way, Holy Spirit. Speak to us. Fellowship with us, Holy Spirit. We love you so much, Holy Spirit. Have your way right now, Holy Spirit. Minister to our heart this morning, Holy Spirit, as we have come as to receive from you, Holy Spirit. We allow you, Holy Spirit, to have your way right now. You are worthy, O oh God. You are worthy, O oh God, that you give us the Holy Spirit, O oh God. And this morning, Father, we honor your Holy Spirit. We thank you, Father, for the gift of the Holy Spirit. We thank you, Heavenly Father, O oh God, for the gift of the Holy Spirit. Father, we thank you this morning. We thank you, King of Glory, O oh my Father. We thank you, O oh God. We are here to say thank you for everything oh god thank you oh god even as we are celebrating these 28 years in this ministry oh my father it has been nothing but your hands oh god it has been nothing but your hands oh god father we thank you oh god for the 28 years oh god thank you father for your servant oh god for your grace and your mercy has been upon them oh lord jesus oh god for this far oh god that you have brought them oh god even to celebrate the 28 years oh god Father, we give you praise this morning. We give you glory and honor right now, Father. In the name of Jesus, oh God, we thank you, Father, for the grace that's been sufficient to them, oh God. We thank you, Father, for every victory that you have given them day by predictable. But God's word remains the same. And your impact, like his word, rooted in truth, does also. 
the anchor, the rock, the sure foundation, the everlasting father, the unshakable friend that you have introduced to some, reacquainted with others, and consistently remind us all to never let go of is the greatest gift you can give to mankind. So thank you for that gift, that gift of Jesus. Jesus, that gift that supersedes all human deficiencies, gifts, and efforts. When your limited wisdom presence and words come to an end you have given us the one whose words presence and wisdom is limitless and we thank you for that do you guys thank him for that amen thank you amen and for that we are eternally grateful god truly gets the glory from your lives and the ministry of living faith and we honor you for 28 years of impact and dedicated and steadfast service today Amen. amen We have known Pastor David and Linda Jenkins for over 20 years now. The first praise I would say of them is consistent. Consistent in patience, in gentleness, and in accepting and loving. We are friends of the small family, and whenever we have shown up, we have always been acknowledged, welcomed, and edified. They both have tremendous wisdom and the efficiency of when to impart it. When I watch Pastor David, it's like he is looking at everything through the Holy Spirit and considers in light of the spirit of truth. I would never want to be the one to try to tell a lie to Pastor David or Pastor Linda. She seems to have a mother's knowing It's the same Holy Spirit, but she seems to just know. Pastor Linda's spiritual intuition is keen, and her prophetic word has been remarkable. When I think of Pastor David and Pastor Linda, the word which immediately comes to mind is anointed. Anointed by the Holy Spirit. When I listen to Pastor David, I hear a man passionate about his God. There is a comfort about his presence and at the same time, a gentle strength. When I think about Pastor Linda, I am moved by her compassion. She has met with me personally when I was struggling to pray with me and I trust her. I trust her prophetic anointing and her spiritual giftings. She is a mighty woman of God. I could and would go to her with anything and I know it will be met with love, empathy, and compassion. I love attending women's get-togethers at the church and I have always felt loved and welcome. One of the highlights for me is getting to dance with the lovely ladies from Living Faith at church. 
But the best thing of all was when Pastor Linda said to me, Girl, you can dance. That meant everything. I love these two, and I honor them today. From the Blithers. Mother and Pastor, thank you for seeing who we are before we knew our identity. We could only find in Jesus. Our lives are forever changed because of your unconditional love. We pray for God's abundant blessings over your lives. We love you, the Preciados. Good morning. I'm Jake. Few of you know me. <laughs> um, but I'm here representing my family, the Preciados. Uh, and I'm, I'm so grateful to be back here. Uh, I was born in Oak Harbor in 1993. And I, I grew up here when I was younger. And uh, it's a beautiful place. And I'm, I'm happy to be back. Um, so Pastor David and Linda, uh, obviously I had the honor of of being under their leadership, but I also have the blessing of calling them my grandparent or my godparents. Um, I was just thinking this morning uh, when I was looking over my notes for this, and I think it is no coincidence that on my 28th year of life, I'm here to celebrate your 28th year of ministry. And I could easily spend all day talking about how amazing uh, our pastors are and all of the years of service that you've poured into ministry and into this community. Uh, but I know we're all looking forward to lunch, so I'll keep it short. <laughs> um, I will just share a few words of what you've meant to, to me and to our family. I'll start with God, Dad. Uh, one phrase that comes to mind when I think of God, Dad, is strong tower. He's such a man of faith. He's a man of incredible wisdom and patience. He's slow to speak and very quick to listen. One of my favorite goddad phrases is, hmm. <laughs> but the reason is not because it's jovial, because uh, I know it means he's listening intently, and he's contemplating on the voice of the Holy Spirit we honor you today. You have served this church with a faithfulness that is once in a generation. God is tremendously pleased that in every season you have been unwavering refuge for people to find counsel and wisdom. We honor you. God, Mom. Wow. That is the first word that comes to mind when I think of Pastor Linder. She is a woman of wonder. She shines so brightly on the gloomiest of days. When you need a word of encouragement, she always knows the perfect thing to say. She prays for you, probably more than you pray for yourself. Her smile and her joy is so infectious, 
and I am refreshed and re-energized just being in her presence. God, Mom, God is tremendously pleased that in every season you have chosen joy, peace, and to love. To both of you, it must have been really interesting to meet my parents all those years ago. Anyone who knows Anna and Cisco knows they were just out of the clubbing life when they came to church. And yet, God Mom and God Dad, you showed them a tremendous amount of love. They still talk to this day about how you treated them as your family. Uh, trusting them even with your kids, I probably wouldn't have done that. <laughs> I know there's some stories there. You made them a part of your church. You made them a part of your home and your community. Thank you. Thank you for loving them with the heart of God. Thank you for leading them in a relationship with Christ and for pouring into them. I am blessed by the blessing that you have left my family. Um, and I will continue to pass that blessing on for many generations. And um, here's to many more years of service in the kingdom because I know that's your heart. And yes, heart singular. That is intentional because your hearts are of one accord and they are in tune with the steps of God. So may God's blessing be upon you. May you be richly blessed with favor and may generation after generation be blessed with who you are. We honor you today with much love, the Preciados. And I'm going to share a song because God Mom always asks me to sing. <laughs> if you know it, sing along. Lord bless you and keep you. Make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. Lord turn his face toward you and give you peace. Give you peace. Amen. 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 And Amen. 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 The Lord bless you and keep you. Make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. Lord, turn his face toward you and give your peace. Amen. 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 And amen. Amen.
and amen 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 and amen 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 and amen 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 and amen 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 may his favor go before you for a thousand generations and your family and their children and their children and their children may his favor go before you for a thousand generations and your family and their children and their children and their children may his presence go before your family and your children and their children and their children may his presence go before you and behind you and beside you all around you and within you he is for you he is for you in the morning in the evening and you're coming and you're going Fighting your battles, just rest out. He's fighting your battles, he's fighting your.
He's fighting my battles. He's fighting my battles. He's fighting your battles. Because I'm blessed. I'm blessed. And you're blessed. And we bless. Say I'm blessed. You're we bless. We bless. Hallelujah. 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 Thank you, God. Hallelujah, Jesus. We are blessed. Amen. Thank you, God. <laughs> Thank you. Hallelujah to glory. Woo. Oh, bless his name. Bless his name. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. Hallelujah. Yes, God. Oh. Let From the inside of me, may you delight in the inside, in the inside of me. Come fill my life from the inside, from the inside. Of me, set me on fire from the inside, from the inside of me, cause I'm
can feel my life till It's for you, for you to be glorified, for you to be lifted high. All I want is for you to be glorified, for you to be lifted high. Say my life be lifted high in my world. Be lifted in my life. Be lifted high. Hallelujah, God. Higher and higher. Say my life. Be lifted high in my world. Be lifted high in my life. Be lifted high. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. 
God is good. All the time. Hallelujah. Thank you, God. Um, right now, we're going to have like a tag team, okay, of, of the word, of, of people who, who love you. Um, we were asked to talk about something that you blessed us with that we could still bless others, you know. Um, something that you taught us that um, affected us in our life and still to this day is affecting us in our life. Um, so I was thinking about a long time ago, long time ago. Um, uh, it, says, it says we've been here since 91. Okay, a long, long time ago. But I wanted to serve God. I wanted to please God. And there were some things that I didn't understand. Okay, I didn't understand and I, and I was, you know, I wanted to please him. And that's, I'm just gonna be honest, it was about tithing off and it's about money, okay, y'all? I didn't understand it. And, but I wanted to please God, right? So I went to the man, men of God, because at the time it was Pastor David and Pastor Mason. And I said, listen, I don't get this. Because <laughs> um, I, I work hard. <laughs> right, can, can, I be, can I be real with y'all? I said, I work hard and I don't understand this, right? And so they set up an appointment with me. All right, they set up an appointment, came to my house. Because, you know, I heard, heard it across the pulpit, but I wasn't getting it. Y'all understand that? Y'all understand what I'm saying? Hallelujah. But I wanted to please God. That was in my, in my heart is that I wanted to please God in every area, not just money, but in every area. But they took the time and said, okay, we're going to make an appointment. But they didn't tell me what time, right? <laughs> and they showed up to my house. And I was just cooking dinner, and I was just about to eat. And I didn't have enough for them. <laughs> I'm just showing you the spirit. I'm just telling you about the spirit of the man. Yes, I didn't have enough yes, of this. So you know what I did? I put it in the oven. Hey. At the time, I didn't make enough. We didn't have enough. I wasn't giving it to them first. The spirit of the man. Amen. I put it in the oven. I said, y'all come on in. Sit on. <laughs> I'm hungry. Yeah, listen, if y'all ever, any of y'all been around me. Long enough. When I'm hungry, I'm not my best. I'm not my best. Even to this day, I, I get a little hangry. Can anybody understand that? Hangry. Anyway, uh, <laughs> I put it in the oven and they sat and, and they opened up the scriptures to me right then. And I'm going to go where they went with me, okay? And what helped me to this day, because I'm going to tell you, from 1990, I think I, I, I was in 91, yep. that they came to my house. And from that day forward, I paid my tithe. <laughs> and offering. And offering. Hey, don't forget offering. Can't forget that offering. But, but because of some teaching 101, because I wanted to please God, Here's the first thing. You got to want to. But let me tell you what they said to me. They said, will a man rob God? Of course, you've heard that before. Now here, and he said it across the pulpit. Of Malachi 3, 8 and 12. Yet you are robbing me. But you say, in what way have we robbed you? In tithes and offering you have withheld. And offer. I'm going to throw that in there because some people just think they got to do tithe. And offering. It says, You are cursed with a curse, 
for you are robbing me, this whole nation. Bring all the tithes, the tenth, into the storehouse so that there may be food in my house. And test me now in this day, says the Lord of hosts. If I open up for you a window of heaven and pour out a, a great, so great blessing until there is more room to receive it. Um, so I just, I want to tell you, I wanted to please God and, and I wanted to do exactly what he said and so I said on that day that I'm not going to rob God anymore. I'm not going to do it. And he said that he would pour out a blessing, and I'm going to tell you, blessings are not always money. Blessing is not always money. And he has been pouring and pouring and pouring. I can give you testimony after testimony. But I want to go into one more thing before I, because Johnny going to take most of the time. Y'all know that. Anyway. Um, <laughs> But I want to say one more thing. I was just reading this this morning, actually, because another thing, Pastor Linda taught me to get in your word every day. Pastor David taught me about um, tithing and offering. Pastor Linda taught me about getting into your word. Don't let one day go by without reading your word. And so I put it in my heart that before my feet touch the ground, I would get in my word every morning. I don't care if I have to use the restroom. You know, we wake up, we got to go to the restaurant. I will, I will hold and read my word every morning before my feet touch the ground. And I've been doing that since she taught me that. And I'm telling you, God is, is, a, is a blessing God because of that. But I want to tell you something I was reading this morning. It was talking about a prophet. I was in, uh, first, I was in first Kings. Mm. And going back on what Pastor David taught me about tithe and offering. And how a prophet, when they tell you, and you, a I asked God, so I believe this was from God, okay? And when you have been told by God to do something, and you do it, right? And I was reading in 1 Kings 13, it was talking about a prophet and how he, was, he helped someone, and then God told him not to go back that way, right? He says, do not go back that way and don't eat nothing and don't drink nothing that they offer you. But of course, they saw what great things he, were doing, he was doing. So another prophet, his, his sons heard. It wasn't even him. His sons heard what he was doing. And he went to him. He said, I'm a prophet too. And come back to my house and eat and drink. Because I'm a prophet too. So when someone tells you, because I've, I've been around people that tell you the tithe and offering is not for now. But I asked God personally to come and tell me, and he did. He brought a man of God to my house. And I've heard that that was back in the day, and that was for then, and that was for back then, and it's not for now. But when God tells you personally, I don't care what other prophet talks to you. It says here that he lied. I'm going to go, I'm going to listen, I'm going to read it, because y'all y'all think I, I'm going to read it to you. First Kings. First Kings 13. And... It says, um, give me a second. I just want to go to the part where he said he told him and he, he said he, he told him he lied. The word says the prophet lied and said, come. And he followed that prophet, even though he was a prophet of seven. God told him directly, don't, don't, don't. directly. 
Do not go back that way and do not eat. I don't care who tells you what. When if God, God tells you, you mm. because guess what? That settles it. That settles it. <laughs> if, if, if God told you directly, well, whoever else comes your way and says, I'm a prophet too. God speaks to me. And this is what he's saying. If God already told you, God don't change. He didn't change his mind when he said it to you the first time. I'm going to get it. I'm going to let Donnie go and I'm going to come back with you. So was, was on, on, on that, that topic, money, I'm looking at my notes and said a seemingly taboo word topic. In the house of God, money. When you, when you, soon you start talking about money, people's ears start wanting to close. They get jittery in their seats. And as, as Diane was talking about Malachi 3, 8 through 12, that ties an offering, everybody, some people be like, I done heard that before. That's in the Old Testament. But then we, we, you can read in Matthew 23 and 3. Prop my cane up. <clears throat> Matthew 23, 23. And this is, this is uh, I want you to grab hold of this here. It reads, Woe unto you, scribes and Pharisees, hypocrites, for ye pay tithes. Uh-oh. So that's in the New Testament, they paying tithes, right? Of men and anise and commons and have outwitted the, outwitted, I mean, excuse me, omitted the weighter matters of the law, judgment, mercy, and faith. These ought ye to have done and not to leave the other undone. So you're doing your tithe. You, you're paying your tithes. That's what you're supposed to be doing. You, you've been taught from that from jump. <laughs> so that's what you should have been doing. But they, they hear each other. But with the law, the judgment, and mercy, and the mercy, the mercy, the mercy, the faith, the mercy and the faith. You, you put that aside. And you concentrate, you, you, you so caught up on, well, I'm doing this with my ties. I'm doing, but the mercy. You following the word. Something that she was, she kind of threw me off there for a little bit. But because she was asking me, what are we going to talk about? What are we going to talk about? And, we, and she said, uh, we came together. We never we never talked about what we was going to talk about because something that I've learned when God is in it, He's He knows and exactly what I said about tithes and offering. And she's like, "What's that? That's, that's what God told me too." And then what was crazy is she was she was like she had to add this point that God gave her this morning. He gave me last night about the prophets. And he took me to First Kings, but he had me talking about. He had me go into Elijah, 
And so when she started talking about the prophet, I was like, what do you say, Lord? Because in my, in my notes it says, if you ever get a chance, read 1 Kings chapter 17. And it's talking about the prophet, talking about godly counsel. And so talking about Elijah, which what, what? A man of God, right? She's talking about the man of God. Had the, God had told the prophet, the prophet, the prophet instructions. I said, why do you keep repeating? Because I want you to get it. So 1 Kings, let's go there. 1 Kings chapter 17. <clears throat> And I, w- I want y'all to grab hold of this real quick. Let me get there. Chapter 17. Starting at verse 2. And I, I want y'all to grab hold of this here. Because God don't, God don't leave nothing out. And the word of the Lord came to him, Elijah, this is, and I'm reading from the Amplified, saying, Go from here and turn eastward and hide yourself by the brook Cherith, which is the east of the Jordan River. You shall drink from the brook, and I have commanded the ravens to sustain you there with food. So he went. And did accordance with the word of the Lord. He went and lived by the brook, which is east of the Jordan. Think about that. God's talking to him. The man of God, God is talking to him. Our man of God, God is talking to him. So in God, so the... My thing where I got from Pastor Linda and Pastor David is godly counsel. God is talking to them. And he gets, now, listen to this. Provisions made. Provisions made. So five, and, five through nine, look at this. So he went and did accordance with the word of the Lord. He went and lived by the brook which is east of the Jordan, and the ravens brought him bread and meat in the morning and bread and meat in the evening, and he would drink from the brook. It happened after a while that the, the brook dried up because there was no rain in the land. And then the word of the Lord came to him. Oh, the word of the Lord came to the prophet, came to the man of God again, saying, Arise, Go to Zarephath, which belongs to Sidon, and stay there. Behold, I have commanded a widow there to provide for you. I got to stop there. Why? Because we want God to move on our behalf, but we got to follow instructions. The man of God has been, the man of God is getting word from God for you. And I'm stopping about that widow because that lets me know the widow, God has been talking to her or she's been talking or crying out to God on something. We ain't, ready, we ain't got there yet, but think about it. He's telling, God is telling 
the prophet to go see this widow. That means what? The widow's waiting. The widow is waiting on something. The widow has made a petition to God, and he's using the prophet. They say, how are you going to use this prophet? Let's go to him. Let's go a little further down. I call this immediate, immediate obedience. Some of y'all heard me say that all the time, but I say it all the time because you need to get it in your spirit. When God, you feel God tugging on you to do something, to go say something, to go touch somebody, or just go stand by him and wait. You feel him tugging on your heart. You know it's him. But you're the one stopping. You're the one pause. Immediate obedience. Watch this. Listen to this here. <laughs> so, he, so he set out and went to Zerah from, I'm on 10, and when he came to the gate of the city, behold, a widow was there gathering sticks for firewood. He called out to her and said, "Bring, please bring me a little water in a jar so that I might drink. He don't know her from Adam. She don't know him. Right? They weren't familiar. He's, out of, he's, he's in a land he don't know. But this widow been crying out. As she was going to get it, he called to her and said, please bring me a piece of bread in your hand. I'm stopping at 12. Why? Check this out. So he didn't stop. So that means God didn't tell him if he, who he was going to meet because he, he recognized her. That means he knew her. God has opened his eyes to see that she's the widow he needs to, to talk with. But she said, as the Lord your God lives, I have no bread, only a handful of flour in a bowl and a little oil in a jar. See, I am gathering a few sticks so that I may go in and bake it for me and my son that we may eat it as our last meal and die. And Elijah said to her, do not fear, go and do as you have said. Just make a little bread. From it first and bring it out to me. The man of God said, give me the first. I hope you're getting this. And, after, and afterward, you may make one for yourself and for your son. For this is what the Lord of God of Israel say. The bowl of flour shall not be exhausted nor shall the joy all be empty until the day that the Lord sends rain again on the face of the earth. So she went and did as Elijah said, and she had in her household ate for many days. And the bowl of flour was not exhausted, nor did the joy of oil become empty in accordance with the word of the Lord, which he has spake through Elijah. And I'm th- I say this, Godly counsel. Diane and I, yeah, we're 51. Yep, I mean, we were, we way past grown. But in all our major decisions, where we go to? Yeah, we can just do it. Yep, we can, we can just do it. All our major purchases, major decisions, 
Yeah, we can pray and get on our knees ourselves. But we go to our men and women of God that what? Hears from God, knows from God on our behalf, praying, they're praying for us. And we tell them, we say, this is what we're planning. This is what we want to do. Go, go before God with us. Because we, 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 we doing it. We're we, we doing it. We're praying on ourselves also. So with us. So you just don't turn it over to them and say, okay, they're going to give me an answer. No, you get on your knees. Humble yourself. Go with, so go, they will go in with you. And as y'all bombard heaven together, so when the, when the word comes back, if two or three, godly counsel. So that's, so, and, and so my wife talked about the tithes and offering. Mine was godly counsel. Godly counsel. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Good morning, y'all. Thank you, Lord. Man, it was hard for me to hold the tears back when I seen Alan and Michelle Blythe up there. Um, there's a couple that's been, what, married? Twice? No, divorced twice, twice, married three times. <laughs> oh, God, to, to each other. That's the thing. To each other. God, you get the glory. What you guys are looking at right now is amazing grace. God, you get the glory. Just uh, something I always remember Apostle saying is, if water drip on a rock long enough, it'll get a hole in it. You're looking at the rock with a hole in it. God, you get the glory. Pastor Linda, my spiritual mother, son, you just keep on coming. You guys are looking at what happens if you just keep on coming. Lord, you get the glory. Apostle steadfastness dedicated to the ministry, intestine bleeding, infusions, lack of energy, dealing with your own family, being there for, for your aging parents, taking them to appointments, wound care, plus having a whole church ministry, still going forth with the Bible study even while you're away in a whole nother state. And your tiredness and your weariness, you still push. You still go forth. You still preach the word. Thank you. God, you get the glory. 1 Corinthians 15 and 58. Therefore, my beloved brothers, be steadfast and movable, Always abounding in the work of the Lord, knowing that in the, in the Lord your labor is not in vain. I'm a living testimony that your labor has not been in vain. God, you get the glory. I used to be an adulterer, and I'm not no more. Because of the preached word 
the steadfastness of Apostle and Pastor Linda in my life. My wife is standing here next to me right now. Um, I've been in the street for years, probably 10. We've been married for 22. God, you get the glory. My wife had a place to be. Thank you, Apostle and Pastor Linda, for speaking into my marriage and covering us in prayer. I used to be a drug dealer for 22 years. Been to prison once, but I got a lot of friends that went to the feds. Some of them dead, but I'm standing here in church. God, you get the glory. I used to use drugs also. Used to pop pills. But I'm alive today just by his mercy. God, you get the glory. Thank you for covering me in prayer, Apostle and Pastor Linda. I used to be unemployed, trying to see my transition. Lord, how will I quit selling drugs? I'm a felon. Will I ever be able to get a job? I remember walking around crying, Lord, help me, help me. I remember coming to the church and asking Apostle Apostle, pray with me. Uh, I'm going to go look for a job tomorrow. I was trying to make deals with God. God, if you give me a job, I'll quit selling dope. Apostle said, right, let's fast. I'll fast with you, son. I should have called him and said, you can go ahead and eat because <laughs> I done broke this fast. <laughs> God wasn't with making them deals. Uh, <laughs> oh, God, you get the glory. Thank you for standing, y'all. Thank you so much. Uh, not knowing about my future, what will my future be? I'm a deacon now. God, you get the glory. The fruit of your staying married gave me hope in my own marriage. I never seen, I had a, ch- a child out of wedlock from my adulterous living for who don't know. Um, and I've never seen a husband and wife stay together when they tell their wife that news. It was a split. And the only thing that I had to hold on to was the word of God. And I remember speaking to Pastor Linda at the old church and telling her, you know, paraphrasing, don't quite remember, but I was worried about Lehani leaving me because I had some major things to tell her. And Pastor Linda told me that Lehani had cross love for me. And she did. God, you get the glory. I used to be out of control. Um, couldn't control my, my rage. I was a wife beater. Come home out of these drug stupors, gone in the street, touching things I ain't supposed to touch, spirits on my life, and come home and want my wife to act like chicks in the street, and she wasn't that woman. She was a woman of God. But uh, the demonic influence, they, they didn't agree with that. Um, for me not killing my wife or my wife killing me. God, you get the glory. That's right. Hmm. Could have killed me a lot of times. I fall in those deep sleeps. You don't know how you're going to wake up in front of Jesus. You could. <laughs> Go ahead, baby. Amen. God, you get the glory. You get the glory. Hallelujah. Wow. Pastor Linda. Your reverence towards apostle has strengthened me as a wife. And I was, as I was strengthened, it helped me 
um, strengthen my husband um, to be able to get stronger. Thank you. You helped me stay seated. I remember that word that you preached. <laughs> we were all sitting up on the, alt- um, on the altar, and I remember having a seat and pretending like you buckled up. And I remember that word, staying seated. God, you get the one glory. Of your, one of your sermons, they helped me to remain in my God-ordained position yes, Lord. as a wife. Thank you, Lord. As a mother. Yes, And Lord. I think on the, um, the word of um, Galatians 6, 9, try not to cry. Yes, Lord. Um, And let us not grow weary in doing good. Yes, Lord. For in due season. Due season. Due season. Yes, Lord. Due season. Not your time. Yes, Lord. Not my time. Mm-mm. But in due season, season. we will reap if we do not give up. Yes. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Never giving up. Thank you for not getting weary. Thank you. In your wife ministry. Yes. In your mothering ministry. Yes. In your women's ministry. Yes. Not only do you reap in due season by seeing your husband get saved. Thank you, Lord. You reap by seeing your own children grow up. Yes. Your grandchildren. Yes. Your great grandchildren. I was yes. thinking of that song that Jacob was singing. Beautiful. About generations and your children and your yes. children and your children. Wow, that's an amazing. It always makes me tear up that that portion of that song. You reap by generational blessings. He gets the glory in your life without you being seated. You remaining. You working it out. You working through your own demons. Without all that, there would not be a Lahani. A Lahani who forgave. Yes. A Lahani and Juan who's still married after almost 23 years. Yes, Lord. And maybe, just maybe, my staying put will help someone else stay put. In Jesus' name, God gets the glory. Yes, Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Come on, we can do better than that. Today is a day of celebration. We say 28 years, but I say it's more than that. Because you first have to walk in it before you're called into it. Amen. So it's not just 28 years. I remember them as associate pastors. And then they became the pastors. And let's look even beyond that. The pastors of pastors. It's a, 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 a consistency. What did he say? The last one was a steadfastness, non-wavering. Things wasn't always gloryful, was it? Times was hard. Family probably didn't want to come aboard. They wanted to stay asleep, but you pressed in regards of that. We talked about the tides, godly counsel. There was probably a time where you weren't receiving money in. But you were still giving out regardless, giving out of whatever you had. You were still trying to find a way to bless those around you. And that godly counsel, anytime I ever needed anything, it was never what I think. It's what God says. Apostle Dave used to make me mad because he'll sit there and just look at you. He is not fast to say nothing because he doesn't want to tell you what he thinks, but tell you what God thinks. Even if I got to come back the next day, Robert, look, let's just stop right now. You know, I want you to see God while I see God. See, he didn't just do it by himself. I still had to do something to get something as well. 
And every time we do it, we all come to the same thing. Amen. So I went back and did some digging myself. And let me tell you, there's a lot of word that I received from this house. When I was married, there was something that uh, apostle taught, and it was about tanking. And when you're in a family, what would you say us? Because we're a family. Each and every one of us is attached. We're all joined together. And sometimes I may be feeling something, and I release it. And I release it on to the next person. And then that person's like, well, why do I feel like this? What, what just happened to my day? But that's because we're joined together. But what happens is when you realize you're feeling this way, you pray, you seek God before you move on to the next thing, before you give it to somebody else. Which brings me to the next thing. Three phases. This is another favorite of mine. And once you know these phases, you'll never go wrong. But the first phase is the phase of confusion. If you know you're confused, you'll never be able to go to the next phase, which is frustration. And when you're frustrated, what comes next? Anger. So if you know where you're at in that first stage, and I've seen him dealing with his cell phone, and the cell phone didn't have signal, he's like, oh, Lord. I can see him. I can see him boiling. And then he got to that stage of frustration, but then he sought God, and now he's back to trying to just figure it out. So you got to know your stages. And once you're in those stages, you speak to God and let God get you out of that situation. Apostle David, choose a life aimed by God. That message speaks a lot. Just the title by itself. Choose a life that is aimed by God, not by what the things that you want to do. Because if you get off that road that God aims you on, that's where you start becoming confused. You start becoming frustrated because, I, God, I know you told me something. But why am I going through this thing right here when it comes to paying your tithes and your offering? God, why am I struggling financially? Why are these things not going right in my life? What road did God tell you to go on that you veered off of? Choose a life aimed by God. He was also saying how living a life that's pursuing God, not pursuing acceptance, acknowledgement, or reward. See, when you go and do it the God's way, you're not looking for those things. God's going to bless you regardless because you're doing what he asked you to do. And like he said, just because you pay your tithes doesn't mean you're going to be blessed in tithes. They've been faithful in their tithes, but guess what? They were blessed in children. Come on. They were blessed with children. They had Dane. Great. I mean, some of the things that happened with Dane, remember um, when he had the, the accident at the job and acid all over his body. As a child, but look at them. You don't see no burns, no chemical burns. But that's because mom and dad was faithful to God. Mm. Pastor Linda. <laughs> Woo. This message was storm ready. Ah, storm ready. 
Can you take a beating and keep on standing? No matter what's going on around you. No matter what's going on, pushing you to the left. To the, oh, my brother, yes. Oh, my God. My brother, he went through something. He went through a challenge in his life. And he could have just gave up. But he sought God, and God is the one who placed him in a place to be healed. See, what happens is when you're in a storm and it's going all around you, when you get to the middle, right, you're in the middle, you get this peace. And while you're in that peace, you get the strength to get through the other side. But you got to know where you're at. Mm. Beautiful homes have been destroyed by floods and winds. Beautiful homes. The foolish man builds his house on sand, but the wise builds his house on the rock. What are you building your life upon? The things you want? The things you desire? Are you building it on that career? Are you building it on finances? Because guess what? You get all those when you build it on God. If God is the foundation, he will bless you more than you can ever think of. I did 20 years in the military. I didn't know what I wanted to do when I, when I got out of the military. I started working uh, on the base. But then God says, no, I want you to go to college. I want you to be an engineer. I'm like, God, I'm, I'm 40 years old. I don't know about this math and this English all over again. But guess what? God did it. And it wasn't by myself. I had help. I had family. My sister helped me in Spanish. I know about Spanish, but I got to be in Spanish. I can't speak it now, but I still got to be in Spanish. Because I stayed on the path that God gave me. It wasn't easy. I'm in class with people half my age. But when you're on the path that God gives you. And let's talk about this song. Jacob, you're blessing me, my brother. You're blessing me. It's something about when people leave and come back. It's as if they never left. They just pick up right where they left off at. But that's how you know he's a man of God. Pastors, the, the song said, the Lord bless you and keep you. He has kept you all these years. All these years. Everything you've gone through from the beginning has made you to who you are today. To bless those that need you today. Make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. I know you want for nothing. And if you ever wanted for something, it always happens. You don't even have to open your mouth. God just is that great. He just blesses you in spite of because he loves you. The Lord turns his face towards you and he gives you peace. Anytime something I've never seen either one of you waver from what you believe in, from what God showed you. You've never told me anything of yourself. It's always been of God, and it's always been from the experiences that you've had. You've always made it through. And then to top it off, what did we say? We said, amen. By saying amen, it has sealed it. It is done. There's no changing after the word amen. And we sang it over and over to make sure you got it. Because once you say amen, it is done. Believe it. May his favor be upon you and a thousand generations. It ain't by chance we're online. For those of you that are watching this online, 
this is the place to be. Look, we believe in the Lord Jesus Christ. We have faith that God is going to do what he says he's going to do. We believe for another building. We believe for our um, uh, center, our uh, community center, community center of hope. Don't, don't leave off that thing. Hope. Hope. Because without hope, you can't believe. Without hope, there's no faith. So it's the community center of hope. Okay, I, got, I just got to wrap this up. Pastors, I love you. You have been nothing but a blessing to me. You have been nothing but a father to me. You taught me how to be a man when I didn't even know how to be a man, how to be a father before I even knew how to even just be a man. It was your walk that, and other pastors, but today is your day. But it's your walk that showed me how to get past my anger as a young man. Because I was a man who used to bust holes in walls. Look, I didn't know how to talk, talk to my wife. I was married before I even knew who I was as a man. And so I acted out and I punched walls. And he taught me how to fix them walls. And as I'm fixing them walls, guess what? God's talking to me. How many times do you want to keep doing this? When are you going to change? Pastor Linda has always had that, Porter? But, but, but Porter, really? She's always had that soft word. And it's something about the soft word that speaks more life than that harsh word. Because that means she took the time to say the right words. And I thank both of you just for who you are. And I look forward to seeing the greater. The greater. This is just the foundation. All of you that are here are part of the new foundation. Watch God move. Amen. Amen. Thank you to our pillar members for those awesome words and how they have blessed you throughout the years. We know that we all can stand up here if you've been a member of Living Faith and just recount their messages or examples in their life or personal words that they gave to you. And we can be here all day listening to the impact that they've had just on the lives in this one room. And when you think about the impact of the lives in just this one room, then we go out into the world and we create a better impact our own personal lives. It just goes on and on and on. We can't even really count like the sand in the sea, how impactful your lives has been with all the people that you guys have sown into. So thank you. Right now we're going to do the presentation of the gift and we want to thank every member that sowed into it. If you still want to sow into their gift, then you're more than willing to on the Givelify app or through um, the tithe and offering envelopes. And on the Givelify app, it is uh, the appreciation, passes appreciation gift account. So again, if you want to continue to sow into this gift, we encourage you to. And do you have any words? Praise God. I would just like to say um, to our Apostle David and Pastor Linda, I came here in 95, um, a young lady like some of you are now. And the stuff that you might be going through, don't think it's just you. I was like that too. But I thank God for the word of God, the truth of God. You know, I thank God uh, all the kids that they had, they took time out to help us, to teach us to show us the way. You know, not that they left their children, but they brought them all along. Not just teaching. what They could have stayed at home and had church, but they called, God called them to a place, and then he brought me all the way from Louisiana 
to come here to be under their leadership. And, you know, God have grown me. I thank God for you. When I came here at first, I'm older than they are, you know, and I didn't think that was right for me to be sitting under people that I'm older than they are. <laughs> but, but God, but God said, I called them to be your spiritual parent. So what I did, I, after they, I, God rooted me, I stayed there. And I've been there ever since. And God, God have grown me under them. Not that because I'm older than them, I no more than them. But God, God knew what he was doing. And I thank God for you. I thank God for your stay. So many times we hear that people had left. Some, some people have been just burnt out. Some people just gave up. You had children, grandchildren, parents, everybody. You could have said, we can't do this no more. We got to go over here and do this. But you stayed. And I thank God for your staying. I thank God for your staying. I thank God for your staying together. You know, that, that, couple, that married couple that stay. And then you're a great example for the, for the single, the young, the old, the men, the, for all of us. You're a God example. And I thank God for that. You're a blessing to me. Um, you are. And we want to bless you. We want to bless your socks off. We do. We just want to bless you so much. And like Minister Monica said, we thank God for Minister Monica. Everybody give this young lady a, a beautiful hand. You know one thing? She works. She really she really put things together. And she do a great job. And how she's staying with her parents, you know, to work for them, to be the secretary. Not only the secretary, but do great things, you know. And we thank God for her. You know, she didn't have to do it, but she's doing it. And we thank God. She's an awesome. She's my mentor right here. Oh, I tell her she's my tiredest woman. But um, <laughs> thank you guys again, okay? Uh, we gonna, we finna, we're going to ready to see what the gift is. Do the little thing on the table. Hey, brrr, everybody, keep your eyes you open. Keep your eyes too. open. Don't blink. Don't blink. We got the gift that's coming. <laughs> Isn't that beautiful? So they're going to get a two weeks paid vacation to a spiritual retreat and spa. In this, we have, there's like 20 of the top like pastoral retreats. You can choose from any of them in here. So we didn't want to make that choice because they're all pretty nice. But they're different places in the world. And everything is paid for, your flights, everything, the lodging. So so don't worry about nothing. <laughs> So you could come up and receive your gift, Amen. Pastor David. Pastor because of all of you, let's stand and Thank just you. bless our Hallelujah. pastors. Today. Amen. We love you guys so much. We look forward for you guys going to get that rest and relaxation and get poured back into Amen. from this retreat. Amen, Pastor Sam. Oh, there he goes. Amen.